Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about what you can do to increase your authenticity as a leader, which is something that a lot of leaders that I'm working with want to want to work on. It's a quality and aspect they want to develop. But it's also something that the people that follow you are also looking for. So let me ask you a question. How often do you hold back or not say or do something because you're worried about how it will be perceived? And if the frequency is higher than you'd like, then take comfort because you're not alone. Most of us do this far more than we'd be comfortable to admit. Blending in or holding back are our telltale signs that we're being less than authentic. And what's worse is when we do it, usually actually in order to feel safe, we end up selling out on ourselves. Over time, this repeated selling out leads to our self actually feeling undervalued, unwanted and wrong. And so begins a long spiral downwards where we put more and more of ourself into a box. Think of it as a kind of long, slow death before the ultimate box marked coffin. Yet, it's not irreversible, because at any time, we can stop boxing ourselves up. What we'd all like is to have the freedom of self-expression. To be who we were born to be, loud and proud. Not looking over our shoulder and second-guessing people's reactions and responses. And not reacting to a look that we've interpreted as disapproval of us as a person. Here's the rub, though. We've had years of practice, feedback and learning to hold back, to second guess, to judge and silently ask another to be a little less of themselves and fit in more. We probably became masters of this in the school playground, learning it's more important to be liked and to fit in than to express yourself, follow your passion and go for your dreams. Human beings need positive social interaction. But it's the sort in which we feel included and have a sense of belonging. And we also need to be authentic. And therein lies one of the biggest ongoing challenges of life. To be able to have it all, rather than it being an either-or conversation or an either-or choice. We all want to be our true selves and know we're valued and have a place in the world. As leaders, we talk about being a role model And the above-mentioned challenge is possibly one of the hardest of all. Can I still be true to myself or am I now feeling like I should be somebody else because I'm now leading? Learning to delegate and not micromanage might seem tough, but in one sense it's nothing compared to this challenge. Building high-performing teams, coaching your staff or getting commitment to a vision are all learnable. 
and the secret sauce that differentiates the good from the great is the leader's ability to be themselves, to allow others to be themselves and for all to feel included and belong. In short, I call this authentic success. So, let's look at four ways you can be more authentic. The first one is self-awareness. It is about knowing who you really are. So, firstly, make a commitment to your own personal growth. I've got to say, this is one investment that lasts a lifetime. You see, wherever you go, there you are. Your skills, talents, personality, values, identity, all of that goes with you. It doesn't belong to anybody else. You may share these gifts, and you may share these gifts possibly in return for money, but the other person doesn't own them. What self-awareness and personal growth have you done in the last 12 months? And you know what? This could be books that you've read. It could be courses you've attended, goals you've completed or in the pursuit of. As leaders, we can actually fall foul of thinking that personal development is a luxury, something we will fit in when we have the time. Now, professional development, that's more important. If you're in IT and you program, then keeping up to date on coding, for example, is important. Now, in leadership, your value is in balancing people, task and system. Therefore, developing your people skills is crucial. And that can often look like personal development. And so, consequently, we mistakenly deprioritize. I've met leaders on courses who learn everything from the perspective of their team. Others. Stuff out there. But you also need to look within. At you. Otherwise, taken to the extreme, you become a leader who thinks everyone else is the problem and everybody else needs to change. If your people skills aren't delivering what you want, then chances are it's your level of self-awareness that needs focus. So, a couple of questions for you. Where is the next phase of growth for you this year? And what's your role asking you to develop maybe more of, to add even more value to those you lead and to the business. So, my second thing to help you be more authentic. Courage. We all get scared. It's a fact of life. It is, however, what you do with it that matters. Do you let it stop you from having what you want? Or do you acknowledge it? Embrace it, maybe, and move through it. The latter, of course, requires courage. And I know courage is a quality and not a skill, and but it can still be developed. So one way of doing this is to look around at others who you would say are courageous, and then notice what is it that they do, and how are they being. The other way is to allow yourself time for personal reflection. Every time you acknowledge a fear... And then take action to move through it. That is courage. We often actually get stuck in deciding if something worked by the outcome. You can move through a fear and not get the desired outcome. So technically, on the face of it, this is going to look like a mistake or a failure. And 
here's the thing. The moving through the fear took courage. So you've got to recognise that. You've got to own it. That way your courage muscle gets stronger. The third element, confidence. So here's what you can do. Celebrate your success. This can be your achievements this week. It can be that you pushed yourself through fear and did something you'd otherwise have backed off from. And celebrate yourself. You don't need to shout about it to others, but do acknowledge yourself to you. We're often actually far better acknowledging other people than we are ourselves. We often encourage others way more than we do ourselves. From now on, do both of these things on a regular basis and your confidence and self-esteem will increase dramatically. There are other knock-on positives too, but I'm going to let you find out those for yourself. So the last element is consistency. Now, we could look at it one way, which is what are you doing as habits? But that's a surface way to look at it. The deeper way is to become aware of who am I being consistently. Start with your habits, because it's easier. What behaviours do you do regularly? What actions do you take usually without thinking? And then look at them, which ones still serve and which ones are out of date or are the tiny you, the small you in action. And of course now we're going to look deeper. What feelings or emotions do you experience regularly? What thoughts do you frequently entertain? And are they helpful? What qualities do you regularly draw upon? I remember years ago, my mentor asked me a question. Ruth, what are you apprenticing yourself to? And is it worth your life energy? It was one of those questions I couldn't instantly answer. I lived with it, and as my awareness increased, there were elements for which the answer was no. It's not worth my life energy. There were also elements for which the answer was an exhilarating yes, and this insight helped me course correct. It is, in actual fact, a question I still reflect upon on a regular basis. What am I apprenticing myself to? And is it something that I want to include more of in my life. So, what next? If you only do one thing, then answer the last question that I posed. But ideally, you'll take the time to answer all the questions I've covered in the podcast. And, should you want to fast track your results and your leadership to experience authentic success, then one-to-one coaching and mentoring will help you. And with that in mind, if you're looking for somebody to help you with this, then go to bluepeapod.com and contact me. Until the next time, go and be more of yourself out there in the world, because trust me, the world needs more of you.